Dr. John Remo is an associate professor in the Department of Geography and Environmental Resources at Southern Illinois University. Hey, that's where I went, down in Carbondale. Dr. John, thanks for joining us. You're on WGN. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah, I'm glad you're able to join us. Um, you're down in southern Illinois, near the New Madrid Fault. How often do we get earthquakes in southern Illinois or the state in general? We get earthquakes every year in Illinois, usually about a handful, particularly south of I-64. Uh, you can get a few up north every once in a while, too, in the Chicagoland area. Yeah, some of us remember a few years ago we had a, a trembler that we noticed, but, I mean, that was the extent of it. We're not ever in any danger of some major earthquake in the Chicago area, are we? Uh, you could have a small damaging earthquake, but you're not uh, going to experience anything like they've spear experienced in Turkey and Syria the last couple uh, days. Are people in the St. Louis or southern Illinois area vulnerable? Uh, there is a low risk of a large earthquake in uh, the downstate here, St. Louis and south, uh, but it's uh, they've experienced them you know, about once every 750 uh, to 500 years, so they're very infrequent down here. But one of the worst earthquakes in the United States ever was in southern Illinois, right? Yeah, that's the New Madrid earthquake of 1811 and 1812. Estimates put it at about a moment magnitude 7, which would really shake things up down here. But it depends where you are. You know, earthquakes uh, impact society based off, you know, where they occur relative to people. Uh, back then, there weren't a whole lot of people, so there weren't a whole lot of impacts back in 1811, 1812. Not so much nowadays. If we had an 1811, 1812 down here, uh, there'd be uh, lots of uh, damage in the region because our infrastructure is not built for it. Really? I mean, so that's maybe my interest now. If we had a seven earthquake in the United States, what would happen? Well, it depends where it is. You know, if it happens off the Gulf of Alaska, very deep, no one will feel it. But if it happens in downtown uh, Los Angeles or, um, you know, somewhere uh, San Francisco, there could be lots, there will be lots of damage. And there'll be a long recovery with um, billions of dollars in damage and uh, tens to hundreds of thousands of people impacted. Well, it's maybe going to be 70,000 people. They're already at 34,000. They said it could double that in Turkey alone to say nothing of Syria. Um, It would be most likely if we had a serious earthquake in the United States along the West Coast in Alaska? Yeah, so West Coast, uh, particularly uh, the developed areas in California, off the coast of Oregon and Washington is another area that people are often concerned about where we could have uh, impacts on large population centers where we could see uh, tens to hundreds of thousands of people impacted, thousands of deaths if a large earthquake happened in those regions. Well, isn't a big one almost certain to happen in California at some point? I mean, maybe within our lifetimes? Uh, maybe within our lifetimes. Uh, there hasn't really been a, a large damaging earthquake in Southern California since 1988. Um, and then, you know, then there's the 1903 and four, 1903 earthquake in San Francisco, which pretty much leveled the city uh, back then. But it's been a while, and and society tends to to forget these hazards because we're all caught up in our daily lives. Well, in Turkey, they're rounding up. They're literally detaining contractors, maybe government officials, too, who said buildings were safe. Um, Do we have that concern in the United States? Uh, Absolutely. Most of our infrastructure in the United States is not built to withstand earthquakes because of the uh, low probability or infrequency of these large damaging earthquakes. While states like California and some of the West Coast have better uh, ordinances and better building codes, here in the Midwest, uh, other than you know federal structures and federal bridges, 
uh, there's not been much done to harden earthquake because it's just so expensive to do that. And the uh, probability of a earthquake of a large magnitude to do a lot of damage is very low. So it's a calculated risk that I guess reasonable people take here. Uh, but if a big one hit out west then in one of those populated areas in California, buildings wouldn't fall down like they did in Turkey, would they? Oh, ab- absolutely. Um, some of those buildings have been out there for a long time. Uh, the newer buildings should be fine because they're under new code. So what I mean by new code, so buildings later than the 1970s, but unreinforced masonry built you know, 50 to 100 years ago could absolutely collapse like the buildings in Turkey. What do you make, though, of the corruption they're talking about over there where they knew that they were building substandard buildings, but contractors were cutting costs? Uh, it's uh, unfortunate, and it points out that, you know, we always have to be diligent. Our government always has to be develop- diligent to make sure the rules and laws are applied uh, appropriately. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, well, it seems criminal, literally, in this sense. I don't know exactly what they do about it over there, but I understand how outraged people are. Um, do you th- if, if an earthquake happens, does it sort of put that part of the planet on hold for a while? You know, the, 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 the tension has been relieved underneath and you don't have to worry, or is it possible that another one happens unpredictably? Right. So earthquakes are, we know where they generally occur. They're not 100% predictable. And usually what happens, we see clusters. Like we've seen in Turkey, we, see, we saw the big one that happened a couple nights ago. And then we have all a bunch of earthquakes that follow up as the stress relieves through the fault system out there. So usually you'll have one big one and several large ones after it. And eventually uh, things will calm down after all the stress has been released. And then generally, you know, not always, but generally the area is quiet for a while. Dr. John Remo is an associate professor in the Department of Geography and Environmental Resources at SIU Carbondale. Uh, Doc, we'll uh, call you again another day. It's nice to talk to you today. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thank you, John. Interesting.